Welcome to In-Depth. Join us as we dive deep into conversation, a place where we touch on our struggles, faith, dreams, trauma, and everything in between. Welcome back. On today's episode, we decided to discuss one of your questions from our Q&A, a topic that is all too familiar to us. How do you navigate when you and your spouse are on different faith paths or just not on the same level in your faith? We are excited to share our thoughts and experiences about this topic. So grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's get deep. Hello, hello. Hi. (laughs) How are you? Good. I'm chilling. You? Good. I just finished drinking the broth and I definitely know I'm fighting something. So um, hopefully I started making teas and whatnot. Hopefully I don't get too sick. Okay. I'll talk more this time so your voice can Okay. So you guys, we had posted the Q&A a couple weeks ago in hopes that, you know, you tell us what you would like us to discuss. Again, these are just deep, authentic conversations. We want to talk about things that maybe we can't say out loud or just honestly conversations that teach us things. And so recently we got a request to discuss what does it look like? Actually, Angelica, why don't you word it? Because you got the question. I'm trying to remember. Um, Okay, so pretty much it was how to navigate um, when your partner, when your spouse and your faith are not the same, I guess. Um, When one may be feeling like the other um, one, I, I don't even know how to word it. So what, like, how do you navigate when you and your spouse are on different faith paths or just not on the same level in your faith? There you go. That's okay. Okay. So Angelica and I are both obviously believers. We're very, very clear about that. And we're both married. And this is a conversation that we talk about more times than one, right? Yeah. So, um, Angelica, how long have you been married for? Um, It's going to be 12 years this coming month. Okay. Wow. That's insane. And I've only been married for two years. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Newlyweds. And so, Angelica... I didn't know her 12 years ago, but I do know that her story with her marriage is very similar to how my story started um, in regards to I was already saved. I was already, you know, in path with Christ. And uh, my husband is a believer, but that's kind of as far as it gets. And so, Angelica, you and Christian, how was that like when you guys first got married or when you first met? Um, well, we were both believers as well. Um, when we started dating, 
I mean, he, he's always been a believer as, as long as I've known him. I think he's always been a believer since childhood. But it's one thing to be a believer, and it's one thing to allow God um, space in your life where you can tell by someone's life um, the way they are, the choices they make, the person they become, how much God influences their choices, their actions, and their character. Um so I think that initially when Christian and I started dating, it, I don't think if anyone met us, they would say, oh, they're Christian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you could, you couldn't tell we weren't living a certain way. We weren't living right by God, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that has definitely changed over the years for sure. Um, he got baptized Um, in our marriage I think Elijah was maybe about two years old when he got baptized I'm pretty sure he got baptized as a as an infant because he grew up Catholic as well and so that's just kind of like a almost like a religious thing you just do it's just you know Mm -hmm. but as an adult he chose to be baptized as his own decision a reflection of the outward expression of saying this is I'm this is my God. This is the way I'm going to live. This is the outward expression of what's going on in my heart. So yeah, he got baptized. Um, and since then, um, our life has just completely changed for the better. Our relationship has completely changed. He's completely changed. He's not the same man mm-hmm. that he used to be. And I know that it's, it's definitely God in his life molding him just like he's molding me um, to be, to desire to, to honor God in our life in ways that we didn't necessarily have before. Wow. That's beautiful. So how many years into your marriage did he, I mean, let's just say that the time he got baptized was probably like the shift. How many years into your marriage was that? Um, I see maybe like six. Okay. So six years into your marriage. So how were the first six years of your marriage? I'm assuming I know together you couldn't tell you were Christian, but were you already, you were already on the path, right? I sound like Uh, a cult, but you know what I mean? (laughs) No, no, no. I, well, because I think as believers, believers listening would understand exactly what you're saying. Maybe if they're not, then this might be a little bit foreign. And so I'm glad you asked because it's good to kind of explain because I think that it's easy to just assume people understand. And I forget sometimes, like, we, it would be good to just kind of lay it out and explain things. Mm -hmm. So he, he was always a believer. So we always talked about God and it's just, I think our lifestyle just did not reflect that at all. Mm -hmm. And so we know as Christians, the more, the more we draw close to God, the more we know him and the more the desire in us builds to want to um, make those changes. It's Mm -hmm. through our relationship, through knowing him, our heart becomes um, transformed, right? Little by Mm -hmm. little, of course. And over our lifespan. So for, it's not that we, um, it's not that it, it relationship before he got baptized or our marriage before he got baptized was bad or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think that something started to change in him when he got baptized. Whereas before, I feel like we were striving. I think if I could put one word in that um, 
it's funny we're we're uh, <laughs> we speak spanish and so in my head sometimes i hear the word in spanish so that i was gonna say epoca <laughs> um that season time, yeah that season there you go uh bilingual people you understand <laughs> um so that part of our relationship i think was striving and so since he was going through a season in his career that required a lot of him pretty much like we kind of separated in marriages um duties duty wise like I took care of the kids this was my department um I was in charge of the family he was in charge of everything he had to do as far as his career to help our family to go forward right Mm -hmm. he was building the career I was taking care of the family so we had two completely different roles and in that time this was pre him getting baptized I think it was um, so striving, right? He was doing everything in his own power and I was doing everything in my power. We weren't relying on God. And so we were just relying on whatever we energy we could muster. And I think that was the biggest difference. Whereas now everything is like relying on God. Every aspect of our life, we go to him. Um, and that's where we get built up by God. Mm-hmm where I think that's like the main difference where we don't feel like we are drowning because Mm -hmm. we rely on God and we seek him and he's the one who fills us up versus before we just, everything was on our own strength. Mm, That's so good. And, and so powerful. Like, you know, when they say two heads are better than one, like, I mean, that's two. Now you're bringing in two strong faiths, two people relying on God for your one household you know how important that is yeah it's it's huge especially going through it and and learning it's just so different when you hear something and when you go through it you learn through experience right so from learning both ways doing life both ways we're like we're never going back there again we can't there's it's not even an option yeah when once I feel like two once you really give your life to God there is no going back. So I think it the the biggest highlight is that one, you gave your life to God at at one point, and then two, he he was able to get there. And you were and excuse my my throats, like you could probably hear it a little bit, but um, at, you know, he was able to get there, and you were patient before that. I'm assuming that you probably prayed for him in the process. And you loved him through it and never forced a faith on him or you never, I, I mean, tell us a little bit more about that. That's I'm assuming and knowing you and knowing how you are, that's not something that you did. Like you didn't force it on him. You didn't pressure him. You just loved him. Yeah. And you trusted God for him. For sure. Definitely. Because even before we got married, so our story Um, we had our daughter before we got married. So Adriana, we call her Adi. She was a little over a year when we got married. And I was like two months pregnant with Aiden, which is our middle son when we Mm -hmm. got married. So before we got married, I mean, I've, I've always had faith. I've always believed in God, but I, my relationship with God has kind of, I don't want to say this um, in a, I'm trying to figure out a way of saying this without sounding proud or putting myself on a pedestal, but I feel like my faith has um, my relationship with God 
has guided our family. Because uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in my closeness with him, I would share that wisdom with Christian and never did I, not that I could recall, um, I didn't, like you said, I didn't push it on him. I would just share what wisdom I was getting from God. Mm-hmm. So if I got something, I would share it with him and it would build us both up. It would give us both faith. So I was the one seeking for a long time and mm-hmm. he would get from my relationship with God. And so um, I think that's really good when, when one person can do that. Um because we're not always going to be on the same faith path, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even if we're both believers, like, it's our, our personal relationships are our personal relationships. There's no way they're going to be identical. There's no way they're going to be on the same, um, I don't know if you want to call it level or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just different because each of us is different and our relationship with God is different. So one person might be on fire and get like major wisdom from God at some point in their life and then share that with their partner and that'll help their partner because maybe their partner is having a hard time or um, they don't have the mental clarity, whatever's going on with them to, to get that themselves, you know? So I think that that's a really good positive thing in a relationship is to glean on each other and Hey, if you have something you share it. And if the other one has something, they share it. Mm-hmm. I love that. And like bringing it back to, you know, um, if you have something you share, if they have something they share, but what happens when they don't obviously, and I can kind of speak on my relationship a little bit, like where it is, I'm in that stage where I'm the one that's a little bit more in tune with God. And I'm the one that, you know, prays at night and prays for our family and, you know, I'm the one, let's go to service on Sunday. Let's get involved. Um, I think, you know, it's not like Joe's coming to me and saying, hey, I got this from God. Like, he's not there yet. But it is nice to be able to share my faith with him little by little. Because same thing, like, I've always, I've never wanted to force it on him. Um, and even when we were dating, like, I remember... I kind of toned down my faith a little bit. He knew he knew my faith because he followed me on Instagram. He knew what I would share. But it was different when we were going to service and, like, I wanted to lift my hands up. And I'm like, ugh, I don't want to creep this guy. You know, whoever, even if I bring a new person to church, you know, I'm like, I don't want to scare him away. And so I kind of, like, toned it down. And now, like, now today I'm like, you know what? Like, this is my faith. This is my relationship with God. And I can't tone it down for anyone. It's not, obviously not going to scare Joe away. He knows that that's what makes me me. And if I could just, if I do my part in being in tune with God and praying for my family and praying for my husband, like what a beauty that like Joe gets to see that and experience that. And hopefully one day, you know, be the person that's doing that back. But there is times or there is relationships where like, again, that's not the case, right? Yeah. And that was you and Christian in the beginning. Um, So, I mean, I think the biggest question or not the biggest question, but one of the things we can talk about is, you know, like biblically in the Bible, like, God doesn't tell you don't marry a, don't marry a non-Christian or don't marry, like he doesn't, he talks about being equally yoked and he, but he also talks about a lot of other things, right? So what's your um, input on, 
on that. Well, dang, you said so much that I was just <laughs> on my end shaking my head, just so not not in disagreement, in, in actual like this is so good because in my mind as you're speaking, I'm like yes, like. There's so much I wanted to touch on based on what you just said. So number one, I'm so, so, so encouraged by what you just shared, because whether it's our spouse or someone in our life, whether we're even that close or they're just watching our life, Mm -hmm. the way we live our life, the way we love God, the way we express our relationship with God wisdom we've gotten, things we've gone through, trials and triumphs, those speak volumes. Whether a person tells you or not, people are watching and people are seeing when God is in your life. They're Mm -hmm. seeing the circumstances when God turns things around, whether they tell you or not. Like to me, there's so much power in testimony. And and even in the Bible, it speaks about that, about the power of a testimony. Mm -hmm. Um, So whether it's our spouse, but right now, because we're talking in the context of relationship and our spouse not being in the same place that's huge and as you were speaking I was just thinking I remember in the beginning of Christian and and my relationship before we got married I remember going to God and saying I don't know what to do I have no idea what to do and asking him to give me wisdom because I was just at at a loss for Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was just seeking wisdom. God, help me. Give me the words. Show me. And what did he do? He led me to certain scripture. What did that scripture do? Did I come to him yelling at him saying this, this and this and, and you did this or you shouldn't be doing that or you should be doing this? No, God gave me the words to build him up, to encourage him and to draw him closer. And that's God. That mm-hmm. is exactly his character. And that's what I believe 100% in my heart of what God would have us do with our partner to number one is love. That's like the, the biggest thing, right? Love mm-hmm. is patient. First Corinthians 13, four through five, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not easily angered and it keeps no record of wrongs. That's, I mean, if, if we know God, we know everyone says God is love. God is love. But what does love mean? Yeah. Love doesn't mean badgering someone to believe what you believe. Mm -hmm. Love doesn't mean, Hey, you know what? Pointing out, you're not where I'm at. How come you don't have the faith that I have? That's the exact opposite. God draw drew you and me closer to him. How? By loving us patiently, by loving us through all the things that we did wrong. Mm -hmm. despite ourselves he loves us not based on our works not based on how we perform not based on our faith which is I think a huge reflection of 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 him but also the way we can start to think about how we love our partner whether their faith is the same level as ours if their walk is as long as ours um, I think it's just a tool to navigate and understand how we're supposed to treat our partner, whether their faith is as small as a mustard seed or they're just bold like a lion. Mm. That's so good. And I, I love, I mean, I love that you touched on love because that's, that is the most important, like above all. Right. And I think there's even a verse like on that, like above all is love. And so above, above their faith, above, you know, 
their looks, this is not like is it's love first. And we we go off of that. So and and also I, I do think I think you touched on it a little bit. Like again, everyone's walks are different. Everyone's relationship is different. But if you married this person, if this is the person that God gave you, you've got to love them. You know, love them well no matter no matter the the face that they are in their life. And I also think that loving them also means praying for them. Like, so maybe Joe is not exactly on the same page that I am, you know, or, or as close to God as I am. But what way, what way better to love and serve him than to pray for him? You know, like, God, this is who you gave me. This is the man in my family. This is my husband. This is my, the father of my children. I like, and this is part of like my prayers even now. Like it, it's, this is who you gave us. I like, I wholeheartedly believe that this is who you gave us. So I also believe that you care about us, that you love us and that you're going to do something here because there's just no way that like, I feel like God's just going to allow this to stay stagnant, you know, because there's so much more. And like God loves us so much that he wants us to get all that more that he has to offer. Yeah, that's it's so good because I think that, you know, we've already talked about how everyone's relationship with God is different. And all of us, our story with him is none of us is it, is it the same, whether you grew up in the church or you met him as a teenager or an adult or um, an elderly person. Right. God, like God loves us all. And so I think that when you have a partner who has a, a deep connection with God, who lives a certain way, right, who who. Um, surrenders their life to God and considers God in their life, right? Mm-hmm. I talked about this earlier, how people people are watching and that's our spouse too. How are we loving our spouse? If we say we're a Christian or we say we love God, well, we can't truly love God if we're not loving our spouse, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's not based on works. It's not based on their faith. It's based on, look, we, we love them because we know how loved we are and it comes through us. God's love comes through us and comes out to the people around us. Um, but I just think that that would help draw them closer. Them seeing our face would help draw them closer more than you can talk their ear off more than you can try to explain. Um, I think that a big part of that too is allowing yourself time and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, Holy Spirit, like, is, is this the the right time to say this? Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus, like, how can I empower my husband or my wife? How can I love them well? And when one of us is in that space with God is where we're talking about one not being right. So if one of us be, if it's us, that's what we would do. And if it's them and we're the one who's maybe not really as close to God, then we, I would hope that that's what they're doing. But I think that it's a beautiful way to, like you said, praying for our partner is huge. Prayer is all over the Bible. Mm-hmm. God talks about faith. God talks about prayer. I mean, even in my own personal life, like 
you know, my dad is sick. This is off topic, but my dad has cancer right now. And I had this encounter with Jesus where he told me to pray for my dad. And I felt like the power in that experience, in that um, encounter, it was like he spiritually gave me the baton and said, go. And I just felt the boldness. And, and I was more aware, not that I wasn't, but even more through his spirit, empowered and, and excited um, and knowing my assignment was to pray. And so mm-hmm. to me, I know prayer is powerful and people talk about prayer all the time and like oh you know pray for this pray for that and I know sometimes it's easy to think that prayer doesn't work but Mm -hmm. God uses prayer he doesn't need us but he invites us and that's so powerful to know once you like grasp that notion that you can pray for your family you can pray for healing you can pray for all kinds of stuff and with partnered with faith that can move a mountain I mean what, what does God say in, in Matthew about the um, faith as small as the mustard seed. If you tell a mountain to move, then it'll move. Mm-hmm. So prayer is huge. So I love that you brought up praying for our partner because I think it's so important to pray with expectancy. God, would you show my partner how much they're loved? Would you show them yourself so that they can experience you the way that I've experienced you? And that, that's just huge. Yeah. And I, I love I love that you even gave examples of like praying because I want to clarify that I'm not going to God and saying, Hey God, please change him. Please change his faith. Like, you know, like meaning like I married Joe as he was and like, like he's already, you know, the whole package deal. And like, but because I know what, like how much God has to offer in my mind and my heart and my soul, like peace in my, you know, in situations, faith, like, I just, I want that for my husband too, you know, but that doesn't, I, I'm not saying like, oh God, just like, I'm not happy with who Joe is today. Like I'm complete, you know, I, I love him. I'm content with him. Like, so also if let's just say hypothetically, I, I mean, I, I can't even like not, I can't see this not happening, but if for some reason, like Joe never got to that point like it that was you know that was in God's hands like all I can do is like you said like if if he can just experience God through me just as people do when they meet me like that's already like such a win because he may not say and I'm not saying about Joe now but just in general like your husband or your your wife may not say like oh yeah I believe in God more or oh I see but they may be feeling it inside you know knowing how Joe is he's a little bit more reserved in his feelings like so I think like you said people see it and that's and people experience it through you through your faith through your testimony sometimes sometimes that is just more than enough for that person or for that situation yeah, I think it's also important to note that we're not trying to, I don't think the 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 right thing to do is to rush your partner into growth mm-hmm. because yeah. God doesn't even rush us. God is patient. We mess up all the time. Like, I, I don't know anyone's story is where they're like, and I met God and I never did anything wrong again. Like, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? What I mean? Sorry. So I'm just thinking like, it's the point, like you said, isn't to change our spouse like that shouldn't even be our our prayer Mm -hmm. I think if that's your prayer that kind of speaks more on where your heart is totally versus um wanting desiring your partner to know God because I love that you said that because 
that if you truly know God and you've truly experienced him, you're filled with a sense of, I love you so much, partner. I want you to experience this freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's not only partner, like we, that's, that's the whole reason we talk about God, right? It's because if we've found something in God, I don't know anybody who's found something cool. Like, I mean, if you want to make it as, as, as um, little as a sale, dude, I bought this and it was on sale. Guess how much we want to talk about stuff we found, right? Yeah. How much more for, about God? So it's when we have encountered the living God and he's transformed us and he's changed us and he's shown his love on us and we've truly tasted and seen who he is. We desire that for everyone, everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's God's desire. So that's him authoring that in us as we've experienced him. Now that's like a little piece of him in us. And that's why we talk about him. That's why we desire for everyone to know him. At the end of the day, everyone has their choice. Everybody has a choice. You either choose them or you don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when it, it comes to the context of a partner, I, I don't, I think that it would be wrong and selfish to try to force your partner to grow to where you're at, loving them well Every step of the way, showing them love, showing them compassion, showing them grace that God himself has shown you Mm -hmm. is, in my opinion, and uh, biblical. And as far as that's how we're supposed to love each other. I mean, I wrote down a couple of things on for like Bible verses. So first Corinthians 13, 13 says, and now these three remain faith, hope and love. But the greatest of these is love. Does he tell us to rush your partner? No. Why? Because that's self-serving. Mm-hmm. I want you to to hurry up and grow so that you can um, be molded to how I want you to be. I need you. That that's All that is a self-serving heart. You know what I mean? Like when you're in connection with God, obviously we're going to fail and we're going to stumble. And some days we're going to choose our flesh. Mm-hmm. But when we're not in partnership with our flesh, then our reaction should be patience it's the fruit of the spirit right Mm -hmm. patience um knowing grace being kind extending that and knowing seeing our partner through the lenses of 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 the way god sees our partner because our partner isn't just it's not they're not a something that we own they're Mm -hmm. not ours you know it's they're god's first they're god's child first and god sees them with so much love god gives them so much grace god desires for them to know him completely so i think that like when our heart is positioned in the right place god can move mountains in our lives and their lives and just leaving that open and and not having a timeline or wanting to change our partner by a certain you know, I want you to change this and, and I need you to be this way. Like, that's just, like I said earlier, that just shows your own heart. And I think that it would be a good time to pause and re- go sit down with God and ask him to show you uh, parts of your heart that, that need mending mm-hmm. or parts of yourself where God show me where I'm not loving my partner. Well, and he will, God is faithful. He'll, he'll talk to us. He'll show us why, because he loves us and it's never, condemning it's always because he loves us he's a good father yeah that's so good I love that and I do also think I think you tapped on it a little bit but like um timelines I think like well 
God knows everything, right? He already knew. Like, he already knew what, for example, I was going to say IE, like if I was typing, for example, (laughs) you and Christian in the Mm -hmm. beginning of your marriage. Maybe in that moment, you're like, I I, I don't know. I don't know if he's ever going to be, like, on my page. But, you know, like, God, you know, God, what do I do? God already knew in six years. Christian's going to baptize himself in 10 years, you know, like in 10 years, you're going to be like, he already knows all this. And so like, I have hope in knowing and I hope that anyone listening has hope in knowing that God already knows your timeline, like of your life, your spouse's timeline, when and if they're going to give their life to God. And if they don't, he's going to equip you for that. And I love that. That's good. That's such a good point. So um, that's the beauty in it. I love that you mentioned like not rushing, not pushing. Um, and because then it's, again, it's forced. It's not authentic. Um, I will say for myself, like I, I love and adore Joe and he will do a lot of things to make me happy. <laughs> and, you know, like if I said, I, I, I want you to read the Bible with me. Like he will do it to make me happy. And I do not want that. You know what I mean? Like that's such a reflection of, of God. Like I love to hear that because it's like, it's so crazy. Like I love to hear a husband or a wife loving their partner. Well, mm-hmm. there's, I mean that that's just so beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, I want it to be his own faith. Just like I say Mm -hmm. in, in podcasts, in previous episodes, this is my faith. This is my faith because of my experiences, because of the way that I um, got to know God, the way that I experienced him. My husband's going to have his own faith you know, and that's going to consist of his experiences, you know, his marriage to me is probably part of that, you know, that story, you know, because there's just, there's just no way like God knew. So God knew that Joe was going to marry me and jo- and God knew my faith and, and what impact that was going to bring in Joe's life, you know, and vice versa, like maybe Joe's faith and where that's at now is, is growing me in learning how to be patient with him or with anyone, you know, learning how to be patient with God's timeline at the end of the day. So freaking good. I just, you know, when you're just so moved and you're just like nodding, like, yes, yes. (laughs) Like for sure. I'm, I'm just so encouraged by this, um, this talk and just the topic itself, because it's just, uh, I just like, I, I feel so alive with this topic because it's just like when we're loving each other well, man, what can happen? Mm-hmm. What can happen? There's so much possibility. It's I think the takeaway is love your partner well. I love that. Yeah, I think this topic just really hits home for both of us because it. I think both of our stories weren't, and I don't. I'm not even going to say the word perfect because at all, but like, like both of our stories were, you know, we know couples that are um, both Christian, both on fire for God. And that's admiring, but just as like you and I are on fire for God and then our, our spouses are catching up or have catch caught, caught up. Mm -hmm. um, There's, 
there's just different um I blanked on what I was gonna say but it's not it's- a race it's not a race I'm I'm thinking you know what I mean yeah. like our, our faith is not a race it's not like hey who can get there first mm-hmm. who got there fastest that's not the point that's like throw that down the wayside that's, yeah no so everyone's path is different is what I want to say um And God already knows your story. If you're a believer and your spouse isn't really, really just lean on God. Like Angelica said, how, what she's done, what I've, I've done, I'm doing lean on God first and foremost, and then love your spouse, you know, and the rest will just fall into place. I also believe that God will give you enough faith for the both of you until the, the, the other spouse catches up. If that yeah. For sure. I would just say, don't ever be scared to pray boldly and, 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 and don't ever be afraid to go to God and request. Cause that, that, I mean, he's clear about that in the Bible as well. Go to him with your requests and your supplications yeah. and, and wait expectantly for him to move. Yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. Angelica. I think this topic was just amazing. And if you guys need any more, um, clarity any more in depth um just let us know we're happy to discuss and um give any pointers again our lives are not perfect um we're just two two women following god and having authentic conversations so we hope this inspires some of you guys and um feel free to tap into our q a for the next topic love you guys bye